Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. What the fork is up? Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm back from Europe. I just wanted to start out the episode kind of douchey. Because, <laughs> like, you know that person that comes back from going abroad and they just, like, it's their entire personality? That's basically me now. So I will now act normal. But, you know, I just wanted to scare you guys for a second so that you would think I was that person. Anyway. I am so happy to be back in the Making Moves studio because, one, I've missed you guys, and two, I feel like I have so much to talk about, and dead ass, I feel like I'm back to my normal self. I know I keep saying that, but like I really feel like I am now, and it feels forking amazing. The best way I can describe it is... From January, January is when I quit working my full-time job. And now it is almost July. It's June 28th. Almost July. So it's been six months, essentially. I guess the best way I can describe it is from January until now, I felt hungover from just the chaos of quitting my job, like the whole transformation. It was just way more of a transformation than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was mentally, physically prepared. I was not. And so... Also, like, because I'm so close with Alicia, it was just so hard to even decide where we wanted to go with our friendship and how we wanted to go about things and how I wanted to go about my business and my channel and my taxes. And like, literally everything was a new change. So I literally felt like I needed those six months to 
basically be hungover and just like move and shake some things and just embrace the transition or transformation that I was going through as far as like, you know, me quitting and now working for myself. Like it is a big deal. And I think I underestimated how big of a deal it was and how much energy and just time it would take from me. Like just the process of transitioning or making the transition. So anyway, now I feel like it's almost July and I feel like my liquid IV has finally hit and it's crazy. I feel like I'm no longer hungover. I needed those six months to just move and shake some things to figure shit out. You know, sometimes we're on a hamster wheel for a while and trying to figure it out and trying to figure out when's the right time to get off and where to go when we get off. And I feel like I know where I'm going now. I have my a good head on my shoulders. I have a vision for my career and what I want to do. I've always had a vision and a plan and a, a six-month plan, a one-year plan, and a five-year plan. And those past six months, actually the past year, which was my quarter-life crisis that I was always alluding to, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was really confused. And that is just not me at all. I always know what I want. And I'm a very decisive person. And I was just in this limbo, being indecisive, confusing myself and confusing others. And now I feel like I figured it the fork out. And I will say, I think a lot of me no longer feeling hungover, which again, this is just an analogy. I wasn't physically hungover for those of you that might actually think that. I think The reason I no longer feel hungover truly is because of these big life-changing trips that I took. Um, Those definitely helped. I mean, uh, amongst a bunch of other things like, you know, sticking to my routine, challenging myself with the 75 hard challenge, you know, going through the motions of doing what I do on a daily basis, whatever. But those trips really were eat, pray, love vibes. And I don't know, I always come back from trips feeling very inspired. So yeah, I feel like I, I'm i so excited because I feel so energized. I feel so happy. I am so excited for the rest of the year. I'm so excited to be 26. I'm officially 26, which is crazy. Hello, me shaking hands with health insurance. I have my own health insurance now. I'm a different person. And it feels amazing. And all of this to say is that if you are confused and you're going through your quarter-life crisis and it might not hit right at age 25, it might hit at age 24, it might hit at age 27, I don't know. But it's okay. You'll figure it out. And I feel like because I went through all the chaos of not knowing and now I have a clear vision, I like appreciate it more. Um, so, yeah. It'll be fine if you're out there struggling. Get up, do the little things that you know make you happy, get some sunshine, go for a walk, go watch your favorite movie, order your favorite food, whatever. You know, treat yourself right. It really does start with small stuff. I feel like in January, I started small with just getting my health and fitness in check. And it was a struggle at the beginning. I mean, you guys kind of know, I literally went from like, forcing myself to go on a walk every day, like a really long walk. And then it eventually became like 75 hard challenge, which is like complete polar opposites. And now I feel like, I don't know, I'm like have my fitness together. I have my work shit together. I have my personal life together and it feels fucking amazing. So thank you guys for sticking with me. Like I said a gazillion times on this podcast, I didn't feel myself and now I feel myself and it feels amazing. Uh, But that's life, you know? You're not always going to be on your A game and the days that you aren't on your A game, that's when I resort to my routine and my little things and my friends and the people I surround myself with. So enough with the, you know, Gary V, you're going to be the best version of yourself talk. I get into that a lot. Because this is called Making Moves. And I love, you know, when people motivate or inspire me. So hopefully this can give you a little oomph for the day. But let's talk about my Italy trip. I just got back from Italy. I was there for a month. Like, what the heck? A month in Italy. Never. Didn't see that on the 2023 bingo card. Did not see that. Anyway, that's the expression, right? 2023 bingo card? Uh, I hope it is. If it isn't, that's a little embarrassing. Anyway. I went to Italy unexpectedly for a month. 
And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. If you ever get the opportunity to travel and you're a little on the fence, this is your sign to just do it and figure out the rest along the way. I think a lot of times travel too intimidates people because it's you're such an unfamiliar feeling if you're in a different country and you're with new people and whatever. I get it. It's intimidating. But this trip is a huge example of, you know, you can fly by the seat of your pants and not have a trip booked a year in advance. Like you, literally you guys, there would be times we'd need to catch a train the next day. We wouldn't book it till the day of and we we're fine. Not that I would recommend that style of traveling, but you can and you will be fine. So the reason I stayed a month in Italy was because you guys kind of know this already. If you've been listening, if you haven't been listening, go listen to my other episodes because I feel like making moves is on the rise this year. We have been growing and I'm wanting to get the YouTube channel to 20K. So if you love me, (laughs) please send this podcast or this YouTube channel to one of your friends right now and tell them to subscribe and do me a huge favor because I really think we can get this to 20K. I don't know, by like the end of July. I really think we can. So this is your sign. Send this to your friend. Let's get it to 20K. I know we can do it. The Making Moves listeners are diehard. So let's do it. I'm so sorry if this seems repetitive, but I got to run through it again. I had a wedding in Italy, in Florence for a week. That was the first week. That was the reason I was going to Italy to begin with. Then one of my friends was like, hey, I'm going to be traveling afterwards. And I always knew I wanted to extend my trip. Transparently, I thought I was going to extend it with Alicia, Ashley, that whole crew, but none of them ended up wanting to extend or it just didn't work out. So I was kind of in a tizzy because I was like, shit, I really want to extend, but I don't really know these people that are inviting me to go travel all over. And that's like traveling with people can be either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever because that's when you really get to see someone for their true colors and how they act. Especially in like last minute high pressure situations like booking a train day of whatever. I mean, people get a little wackadoodle. Um, Not on this trip, but I've been on trips before where now I'm no longer friends with the person really because they were just horrible to travel with. (laughs) Anyway, so I was a little nervous, but I'm so glad I took the plunge because it was truly a life changing trip and one of the best trips I've ever been on. I will be talking about it for probably the next six months. So buckle up, Making Moves listeners. But it really was amazing. And I feel like I now have like lifelong friends. We'll get into it. And then the last part of the trip, it felt like it felt like three different legs of the race because we had the wedding, which was in Florence. And then I had the two week Eat, Pray, Love girls trip, which was I was connected with four other girls by one of those girls. So I only knew one of the girls and then the three other girls that were going, they were all strangers to me. But we all mutually knew Sarah, who owns Ron Rebellious. So there's two Sarahs. That's why I say that. So we call her Sarah Ron Rebellious. And then there's another Sarah Warner. So anyway, it was like romance trip for the wedding. That was the first leg of the race. Second leg of the race was eat, pray, love, girly, pop, empowering trip. And then the last leg of the race, the third leg, was the NARS brand trip in Puglia, Italy, which is exactly where my e love trip was. So how convenient was that? I was Alicia's plus one. She had invited me about a week before we left for Italy. And I was like, well, now I have to go on the e love trip because I don't want to go back and forth. So it worked out amazing. It's crazy how things just work out in your favor when it's meant to be. And I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but It is wild. I I, I even think the same with relationships. You know when you just like hit it off with a friend and then they like conveniently live really close to you and then they also like the same workouts as you and like things that are meant for you are easy. They're not super inconvenient or conditional. I always think about someone told me this once growing up that like love is supposed to be unconditional. There shouldn't be all these conditions. 
Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Right now, my mindset is whatever cards life is dealing me, I am playing with those cards. So when someone was dealing me the eat, pray, love trip and then the wedding trip card and then also the NARS brand trip card, I was like, let's play cards, ladies and gentlemen, in Italy. So I'm so fucking glad that I said yes. I was there for four weeks. It flew by. Honestly, I could have stayed longer. 
But I will say, I am so happy to be back in America. Like, y'all. All I can think about is that TikTok that's like, my pronouns are USA. It's like the the eagle. Um, hilarious. Happy almost 4th of July. Anyway, I will say the only thing I missed about America was like really good Wi-Fi, Chipotle, and ice. But like, that's pretty much it. Um... So yeah, let's go through the trip. I feel like there's a lot of funny stories I wanna share and this is gonna be really off the cuff. Like I tried to make an outline for this and I'm like, this isn't a podcast that really like needs an outline. I kinda wanna see where I go with it because I, you guys feel like my friends and this is exactly how I told my friends about my trip. So I just wanted to fill in my besties, AKA you guys on what went down. So let's talk about the first leg of the race. Let's start at the first leg of the race, which was Florence for Miss Haley Ringo's wedding. And it was a week long. We were in Florence. So Taryn, Alicia, and I shared a room because Ashley was in the bridal party and she was in the villa with her boyfriend. I also had brought someone as my plus one, a man, but we didn't share a hotel room because I wanted to stay with my besties. (laughs) And thank God I did because I am no longer talking to him. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast for another topic. But all I'm going to say about that is ladies, never date down. Like, you know from the beginning your worth. Like the whole time I felt like I was dumbing myself down to get on this person's level and I was up here. And I'm like, what the fork was I doing? I don't know. My friends even were like, yeah, what were you doing? (laughs) So yeah, he's just, it just didn't work. We didn't have chemistry. I felt like I was trying to, you know what? This is what it felt like. He was a circle and I was a square, or sorry, he's definitely a square. I'm a circle. I feel like squares are boring. He was a, I was a circle trying to figure fit in a square, whatever the saying is, and it just didn't work. And it's okay. He's a good person, but mm, not the right fit for me. <laughs> and uh, moral of the story is never date down because you know your worth. And it's slightly a waste of time. I do think I learned a lot of things from him. But yeah, that's just a different podcast for another time. But I had an okay time with him in Florence. I definitely just made the most of it. Whatever. I'm like, I'm definitely beating around the bush. But it's just because like, I don't. I don't know. Maybe one day. The the stories that I have about him are so funny. So like I'll definitely be comfortable telling them probably later on. It's just right now it's a little fresh. And yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Maybe we'll circle back to that. Let me know if you're interested in hearing my boy drama. So yeah. That was like my little romance fling uh, the first week in Florence. And the wedding, you guys. Was the most stunning wedding I've ever been to in my entire life. It felt like I was at Sophia Richie's wedding. Sophia Richie Grange, I should say. It was unfucking believable. It literally felt like I was at a celebrity wedding. I mean, down to every single detail. Like, if you are not following me on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, please follow and subscribe and follow Haley because the wedding trailer that the videographers made, it It's literally like a rom-com movie. It's insane. And the trailer that's on her Instagram is only like the what three minute version of like what's going to be a 20 to 30 minute video. So, so excited. Looking forward to that. Here's the thing about Haley, who was the bride, by the way. Haley has unbelievable taste. And the reason being is because she's so classic and classy but also so fun and spunky and modern. So like it was like those two babies mushed together and it was like the most insane wedding I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, every detail. They had a gelato stand. They had a saxophone player um, serenading people. Like it was insane. They had a whole club area for the dance party. They had, I'm going to butcher this, one of those people that comes and sings an Italian song, not like an opera person. I'm I'm going to butcher it. I don't know the lingo. I'm so sorry. One of those people come. They had little drinks with their pets on it. And like, it was just 
magical. And you could really feel the couple's personality and love like in the air. They also had a whole ceremony for making this Italian cake and they made it and we sang That's Amore. And I mean, it was just unbelievable. I think so much is said about someone's relationship, the way others talk about them and like their friends and family's speeches literally brought everyone to tears and like made people laugh and cry. And I don't know, I was just like on a high and um, we were in this stunning, you know, the outskirts of Florence. We were in the stunning villa and it was insanely massive. And I mean, it was just magical. That's all I can say. And I will be moving forward with having a destination wedding one day for sure. Um, but yeah, we danced the night away. It was so fun. Definitely the best wedding I've ever been to. I've been really lucky this year because I've gone to so many epic, insane weddings. And it's really hard to compare all of them because they're so different. Like the Africa one that I went to was absolutely insane as well. Like they were both like the best weddings I've ever been to in different ways. Some of my favorite parts from that wedding week were one sharing the hotel with Alicia and Taryn because I mean, Alicia, Taryn and I all lived together during COVID with Ashley. And I feel like I haven't had much time with just the two of them, I mean, I've had time like individually, specifically with Alicia, but I really don't see Taryn as much because she lives farther away. And I feel like I just miss her because I'm not at Alicia's house as much anymore. So when she comes into town, I just don't really see her. So it was really fun hanging out with the three of us and getting like genuine girl time. Because even when I do see the both of them, normally it's like an event or a work thing or like someone else's birthday and like having that solid female empowering girl time and like Alicia and Taryn know me so well so having people around you that just like get you for you and like understand why you are the way you are because they you know know my family members and it's just there's something so comforting about that so having like solid girl time with just like two people I love the shit out of was amazing and also it was so nice having them <laughs> when I was like going through my little romance fling whatever the fork it was because there would be times where the guy I was talking to at the time would do some wackadoodle shit and I would come home and be like guys and like tell them everything and they'd be like what the fuck like they're such good soundboards they'd be like that's so weird you're way out of his league what the fuck are you doing um blah 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 this guy said he was into you anyway like they're such amazing friends like they're just the best um and truthfully when there were times where I just felt like off with the guy that I was dealing with. I was like, you are a weirdo. Um, <laughs> they would like actually hear me out and give me great advice. I think one thing I learned from that truly is I can't really stand. I feel like now I'm at the age where when I'm telling a friend about a guy, I want them to actually listen and give me actual advice. I don't want them to be like, fuck him. Because, like, that's the easy way out. Like, that, to me, you saying, fuck him, is you saying, I didn't listen to anything you just said, but fuck him. Like, that is such a lame response. Like, no shit. Obviously, fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, we all know that. But one thing I really appreciated about Taryn and Alicia, like, being such great friends, is that they would really listen and hear me out when I was expressing whatever feelings to them about, you know, what was going wrong with my fling and just little shit here and there that like this guy I was talking to was doing. I feel like they would really hear me out and actually like try and see his side and not make him out to be this like horrible douchebag like fuck boy because he really isn't. He's honestly just a loser. <laughs> um, he's like he doesn't even get the title of being a douche or a fuck boy because he's not cool enough for that but they would really hear him out which I appreciated and like they were like rooting for him but at the end of the day they would always have my back which I appreciate now being older because I feel like I used to appreciate more when girls would be like yeah fuck him and now I'm like okay like I know that um let's be a little I don't know they're just mature so that was really awesome and I was really appreciative of that, especially, I mean, Taryn, you guys, is like one of my favorite people ever to talk about boys with because she gets so into it and like the nitty gritty and really puts herself in your shoes 
And it's just like an amazing friend, especially when it comes to the boy stuff. Um, so anytime I have like boy issues or just like anything boy related, I love talking to her. And I feel like she always really tries to get to know the guys that I bring around and like truly gives them a chance. So <laughs> even though my friends are very protective of me, so they're all like noting and clocking things when guys do wackadoodle things. So definitely hanging out with the girls. I loved Florence. Incredible city. Absolutely will be going back. Some of the things I loved about Florence were, one, I felt really safe walking around as a female, even being like alone walking around. Not that I was alone that much, but I felt like I could walk around alone at night if I needed to and not feel terrified. It felt extremely safe. The food was amazing. It was so quaint and easy to maneuver and get around. The only thing that sucked about Florence was there was a taxi strike while we were there. So I don't know if this is normally how it is, but finding and getting taxis was a huge pain in the ass. Um, but I think that's just that was just going on when we were there. Um, but if you have to go somewhere like far away or, you know, you have a wedding to go to, I definitely recommend hiring a car service because, I mean, the taxis are just unreliable. What else did I love about Florence? I met a bunch of you guys while I was in Florence, which was so cool and so like mind boggling. I felt really, really grateful and just honestly cool. I was like, holy shit, like there's people here that watch my videos and live here or are just even studying abroad here. Like that was so cool. I loved meeting you guys there. Um, anytime I meet one of you guys, I'm like, y'all are such boss ass bitches. It's like unreal. Um, so cool. I wanna be friends with literally all of you in real life. I also loved how, because I'm like such good friends with Haley, I know a lot of the people that were invited to the wedding. So it felt like like a party with me and all my friends in Italy. Um, so I got to hang out with my friend Anna Grace, who she was on this podcast. You definitely should go listen to that episode. Life-changing, love her to death. Normalize Akashic Records. Um, I also got to hang out with Sarah, that my friend that owns Raw and Rebellious, um, and meet a ton of friends. That's my new favorite thing about Destination Weddings is this couple decides to get married in a different country and then they invite all of their best friends and family members which everyone's friends are a re direct reflection of them. So I knew I would love all of Haley and Brian's friends. And it was so fun having the opportunity to spend an entire week with them. One of my favorite days was after the wedding. We just like all went to the villa and vibed and hung out. And Margaret was reading her tarot cards and like Brian was getting into it. And we were playing just like vibey music. We were playing like Rufus DeSoul and Big Wild and stuff. And then we walked and got this amazing dinner and came back and we played fishbowl. And it was just like so wholesome and cute. And the night before we had this like insane, epic, expensive wedding. And then it was funny how like the chill day was one of my favorites because we just like got to hang and talk amongst one another that was fabulous and yeah truly it was a fabulous week I had the best time honestly can't complain about anything other than like the guy being kind of a weirdo but I still had a great time like I'm just so grateful again that I just went with the flow stayed with my friends followed my gut and yeah it was a great 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 trip that first leg then let's get into the second leg of the trip which was my eat, pray, love trip. You guys, <laughs> this was the most fun trip ever. Basically, me and four girls that I don't really know at all decided to travel all around Italy. So the first part of it was me, Sarah, who owns Ron Rebellious, <laughs> and her name's Sarah Smith, and Margaret who Margaret was in the bridal party. I'd only met her once at the bachelorette, but that's it. Like I literally only met her once. So in my head, I didn't know her. So we took a train to Terracola, which is a tiny, tiny, tiny spot in Tuscany. It is literally a tiny, tiny, tiny town. Like I'm talking like one to two to three streets. Like I'm not kidding you guys. We would walk around and people would look at us like we were aliens because they were like, Who's that? Like, they all know each other. So they were like, who's that? <laughs> like, in the, like, Lululemon workout gear. I also, like, don't think they work out in Italy the way Americans do because we went on a few runs. And it, again, it was like we were aliens. Like, they were like, huh? But it's okay. I get it. 
whatever. We stand out like sore thumbs. So we get to this tiny, tiny Airbnb in Terracola, which was such a great change of pace compared to Florence because Florence was very like party, no sleep, bus, club, another club, etc. And then we just needed like time to rest and rejuvenate before the rest of our incredible trip because we knew it was going to be very like girls trip, bus club, another club again. So we were very chill. We literally would just like lay out. I journaled a little bit. We would read tarot cards. Uh, So Margaret is really into tarot, which like y'all know, I love a little spiritual moment. And Margaret brought her tarot cards. She read tarot on me. Um, It was very eye opening. I just love the shit out of her. She's the best. We went grocery shopping, went on our runs. That was one of my favorite things about traveling this time is because I knew I was going to be gone for a month. I was like, okay, I have to do some form of exercise. Like every couple days, like I knew I wouldn't be able to do it every day, but every couple of days I would love to go on a run or just a really long walk or whatever. And Sarah and I were like running buddies and it was such a great way to see the city or town we were in, in a just different way. Like instead of just hitting like the big spots, we got to see, you know, all the little alleys and streets and just like corners of a city or town you wouldn't normally see because we were going on a run and that was one of my favorite things that I did while being in Italy because I've never really done that while traveling just because I've never been somewhere that long where I'm like oh I need to go on a run every day and that was really eye-opening and fun there was also one restaurant we could go to in this town so we went there twice we also had amazing gelato we met a bunch of Italians at this local Um, gelato spot and it was so funny they would like all come up to us and we were all trying to translate with one another one of my favorite things about that experience was like we had no idea what they were saying they had no idea what we were saying but being in someone's presence and like sharing just a good laugh like laughter truly is contagious it's like the best language in the world because all I know is that you're happy I'm happy we're laughing we're smiling we're having a great time and Um, Italians are super nice. They are very nice. And I feel like they were trying to get to know us. They were making fun of us because basically we figured out after a while of trying to translate what we were saying. They were like, I can't believe you came here out of all the places in Italy. They were dying. They were like, why did you come here? Which is funny because I feel like I would say that if I were in Indiana, like my hometown, if someone came to visit, I'd be like, why would you come here out of all the places in the States? But it was so fun. It was like one of my favorite spots we went to. And so relaxing. And I found out there that one of my spirit guides, apparently, according to Margaret, is kind of sassy and like spunky. She said she was like me. (laughs) Tea. Um, But anyway, I named her homegirl. So now my homegirl is a spirit guide. And anytime I see a bee, that's supposed to remind me of homegirl. So that's a whole new thing that I'm obsessed with. And she would Palo Santo like anywhere we would go into. It was, you know, I was living for it. I love a little spiritual moment. And it was very a great start to the whole like eat, pray, love trip. Because I did think the girls trip was going to be a little bit more party vibes. And it was really actually more on the empowering side. It was very just like solid, powerful strong women lifting each other up that's truly what it was like eat pray love I keep saying that but I haven't seen that movie so I should probably watch it everyone I'd say that too was like holy shit you haven't seen that movie hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But it was fabulous. And I love meeting new people because I love getting out of my comfort zone. And one of my favorite things about meeting new people and traveling is that it always teaches you or reminds you things about yourself. So one of the things I was reminded about myself is 
I'm a really outgoing person. I love talking. I love asking questions. Like it, it all makes sense. And you guys are gonna be like, no shit, TK. But when you meet someone new, they remind you of things that you already knew, but you just kind of forget on a daily basis because that's just the way you are. So they were like, wow, you're so great at, you know, asking questions or I've never been asked this or whatever. And I was like, oh, no shit. It makes sense that I want to be a host. and I'm naturally curious and I love interviewing people. But that was really reassuring. And, and even them being like, whoa, yeah, no wonder you're such a good host. Like I was like, oh, that's really sweet because, you know, when I'm with my friends every day, it's not like they're constantly like telling me what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. Like it's just we're friends. We don't need to talk about that every time. But when you're around new people, they point out the little things about you that make you you. So that was really fun. Even like having them laugh at all of my jokes or my like thing. Like it made it reminded me that I am a very like sarcastic. I love making people laugh. And I don't know why. Like, I guess I kind of forgot that about myself or maybe my friends nowadays are just used to me like I just expect them to laugh or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm a funny gal. Because also the guy that I was romantically involved with or whatever during the wedding, I realized I'm like, he is not funny. Like a POV, imagine me with someone who's not funny and can't dance. Like that is just so not my vibe or type. And this is, I'm not trying to be rude at all towards him. Like he's going to find someone who's way more his speed. And I'm just definitely not his vibe or his type. I think I'm a little too out there for him. <laughs> I think he needs someone a little bit more reeled in, I guess. And yeah, it just reminded me like, no, I love being out on the dance floor. I want someone that will dance with me and be loud and like meet my energy and laugh at my jokes, but also make me laugh. I'm like, he never really made me laugh, which is like a huge, I don't know if red flag is the word, but a huge just like that's not attractive to me. Like I love someone that makes me laugh. So yeah, they, the girls were very empowering and they're very, I'm a words of affirmation girly. And I feel like, especially when you meet someone for the first time, that's when you're the most words of aff person. Like I feel like that's when people use their words of aff. They're like, oh, you're so A, B, and C. Oh my gosh, you're so blah, blah, blah. I love this about you because you know, you're just getting to know each other and you're like trying to put your best foot forward. So yeah, the girls were amazing. After our little experience in Terrachola, we made our way on a train to Positano in the Amalfi Coast, which was, I mean, stunning. We were only there two nights. I wish we would have been there longer. That's the only place that I'm like, I wish we would have been there a lot longer, which, you know, what? I have to go back. I guys, I'm just going to say this now. I'll never go a summer without going to Europe for at least a week. It truly makes me so happy. I'm so happy when I'm there. It is the best thing ever. If you ever get the chance to travel anywhere, I highly recommend Europe in the summer. It is just, I can't even describe it. It's the best. It's literally the best. So yeah, we then went from Territola to Positano and that's where Liza and Sarah Warner met us, which I had never met them in my life. But I knew of Liza because... We have a mutual friend, but they're just, I mean, instantly it felt like I knew them from for years. They were so fun, so welcoming, so approachable, fucking hilarious. Um, Sarah Warner has amazing taste, amazing style. Liza is like the funniest person ever. I feel like her and I can be like two peas in a pod, just like firing jokes one after another. Margaret was like my spiritual like goddess you know, cousin, like older cousin energy. Like she, I felt like she like took me in and was like, I don't know, just amazing. And then Sarah from Ron Rebellious felt like almost my work wife on the trip. So I was like, I had all these different personalities meshed in one Airbnb and it was truly a dream and I'll never forget it. And we're already like, let's plan our next trip. Like even if it's somewhere in the States and somewhere close or a road trip or whatever, I am game. I love those girls to death. So then we went to Positano and it was definitely one of my favorite places we ever went to. I mean, just being on the Italian coast, the the views are insane. The I love my favorite thing about summer is being in the water. I am such a water baby. Like you guys, for the first time in my life, 
Sorry if this offends you. For the first time in my life, my friend Anna got this tattoo of this girl diving in to water. So essentially it's like waves and it's just a girl diving in and her toes and little butt are sticking out in the water and she's diving in. That's the first time in my life I've ever seen a tattoo that I'm like, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, it made me want to get a tattoo. It's the first time I've ever seen anyone's tattoo that made me want to get a tattoo because I'm just not a tattoo person. Transparently, I don't think I'm cool enough to have a tattoo. Like, I just feel like it's not my vibe. It doesn't fit my aesthetic. And I just think it's like one of those things. I don't know if my parents would care now. I feel like back in the day, they definitely would have. But I was like, do I need that tattoo? Anyway, that exact feeling of diving into the water is my favorite feeling in the world. Like, I am obsessed with it. Like, the tattoo described everything for me. I was like, that tattoo makes me so happy because I know exactly what that feels like and means to me. Just, like, swimming in the water, being free, like, whatever. It's, like, a huge – I'm obsessed. I'm such a water baby. So being in the Italian sea and just swimming and vibing, you guys – Literally, my friends would just be laying out and I would just be in the ocean, like vibing by myself or in the sea, I should say, for I'm not getting you three hours. Like I would not get out. I'm obsessed. I'm a literal fish and I love it. It makes me so happy. It's also a great workout. But yeah, being in the sea or the ocean, that's the one thing that stinks about LA is I feel like you can't just like go out and vibe in the ocean like you can in like Florida or Hawaii or other places because the waves are so intense here and it's like, will a shark eat me? I don't know. In the Italian Sea, I'm not like worried about that. It's just like calm. There like really aren't many, if any, sharks or especially great whites. And it's just, I love it. It makes me so happy. Um, That's like TK peak happiness. I feel like a lot of people, when they're picturing their happy place, right? They're picturing, I know Alicia, one of her things is like snowboarding. She loves being on the mountain, feeling removed, whatever. Some people love being on the beach, laying out with a cocktail in their hand. I love being in the water, laying, floating, being in the water. So that was one of my favorite parts about Positana was just like how coastal it was and just absolutely stunning. It also, it was very touristy, but like the tourists didn't really bother me. Like it felt really safe and the some of the hotels we had, probably one of the funniest lunches I've ever been to in my entire life. We went to this one lunch of this like bougie hotel in Positano because the first night we um, stayed in and cooked, which was one of my favorite things about getting Airbnbs is we could actually grocery shop and cook, which made you feel a little bit more like a local, but also is great for saving money. And I felt like it was healthier. So anyway, on our last day in Positano, we went to this hotel restaurant and you guys, the way we were all crying laughing, it was like the first actually the second day of all the girls being together, all five of us, it literally felt like we were all comedians. I was like, you guys, if this is how the rest of the trip is going to be, I think I'll have abs by the end of the trip because I'm laughing so hard. We were just the Lulu. It was like everything anyone said. We weren't actually being like that funny <laughs> from an outsider's perspective. But you know when you're just like a little Delulu and you're like, I don't really know everyone and like everything's funny. That's exactly what it felt like. I think some of the girls were also a little hungover. It was just like we were dying laughing. Basically, we made this TikTok. I only made it because like I had I was laughing so hard. I was just taking videos in the moment. But we were dying because we were like, why? Remember when you used to like get a cup of whatever you ordered at a restaurant when you were a little kid and you would blow bubbles? And then it got to the age where you're a little too old and it was rude to blow bubbles. So anyway, we were like blowing bubbles in our cocktails because we were just being ridiculous and then we were all like normalized blowing bubbles as an adult and we were like pov like imagine us on a date like sec like really sexually like blowing bubbles in your drink and like looking at your date and we were just like imagining it and all doing it and dying laughing and also our waiter was totally like he was just on our level of being like funny and delulu and chaotic and um that lunch was like one of my favorite lunches <laughs> I've ever been to in my life was dying laughing and literally the entire rest of the trip which this is at the beginning of the two weeks keep in mind so the last two weeks we were all like anytime we went out of course we were blowing bubbles we're like and it's just please with your friends if you're out to dinner with your friends please just 
pretend you're on a date blowing bubbles in your cocktail. Like it's the funniest fucking shit ever just because it's so dumb. <laughs> anyway, that was amazing. We ended up taking a car service from Positano to Naples and then I booked all of our train tickets, which one thing I learned about myself, which I already knew this, is I am definitely a planner. I'm more type A than the average Joe. I can be like definitely laid back and go with the flow, but what bothers me is when it feels like we're taking a harder way to get somewhere, like when really I could just like look up the best recommendations or like, I don't know, I just liked being efficient. So I would say Margaret and I definitely took the roles of being, I guess, like the travel agents of our group. Like we were the ones like planning, booking, navigating our way around Italy. And you know what? I think that comes one with travel experience and two, the fear of ending up in a bad situation. Like I, I guess I would rather be in charge because I know how to like weed the bad options out and like decide on a good option. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I definitely realize I'm out of all five of us, Margaret and I were definitely the most type A and I guess the, you know, ringleaders of the group in that way. Um, so that was fu a, a funny, I guess, realization that I had, which like, again, we knew, but I was reminded. So then I booked all of our train tickets from Naples to Bari, which was in Puglia. So I had never heard of Puglia in my life. Basically, Italy is shaped like a boot. And at the toe of the boot, up to, you know, the ankle or the shin part, that's the Amalfi Coast. So we, that's where Positano was. So we were taking a train from Positano, which was at the toe of the boot, to now the heel of the boot, which is Puglia. I had never heard of Puglia in my life. From my understanding now and after going there for, you know, three weeks, it feels like the Amalfi Coast dupe, but like not in like a shittier way, just in a different way. Definitely recommend going. The places I recommend going the most in Puglia were Polignano Amare and I also loved Astuni and Alberobello. I would skip Bari. I thought Bari was a little just like more you could skip it. People say that about Rome too. I've never been to Rome. But in my head, if you're going to be in southern Italy, like go to the coast. Don't stay in a city. And then for the NARS trip, we stayed in, I forget the exact city it was in Puglia, but we stayed at Borgo Ignazia, I'm pretty sure was the resort. That was the nicest hotel I think I've ever been in my entire life. We'll get there in a minute. But anyway, I booked us the train from Naples to Bari. Now, here's the thing. The train was, we had one layover. It, the first train was about 30 minutes. And then the second train was like three and a half hours. The first train, we get on it. It's always chaotic on trains when you have like that much luggage with you. Because I was staying there for a week. So I had two bags. If all these girls, whatever, we're tired. We're hungover. But again, you know, I like to be type A, be the leader. This is where we're going. This is what we're doing. So I get us all on the train. We're all relaxing, whatever. Those trains always say they have Wi-Fi. They never do, whatever. Um, we get off and we have about 10-ish, 15 minutes until the next train comes, which is the long one for us to get to Bari. So we have to go down one elevator and go back up to a different platform because in train stations, there's different platforms and you can't just walk around at this specific one, you have to go down a level, walk over and then go up the elevator. So we do that and three girls could only fit in the elevator and then Liza and I were waiting. So we're like, you know, bye guys. I take a vlog clip of the elevator doors closing. Margaret and the two Sarahs go up and they get on the platform. Liza and I finally get into the elevator. We go up and you know, it's about 10 minutes till our train is supposed to arrive. So Liza and I get up and out uh, on this platform and we're looking all over for our friends. We're like, where the hell did they go? 
don't see them, don't see them. So we're like, damn, did they go like to a whole different area of where we're supposed to actually get on the train? Like maybe they already headed that way. So Liza's like, you stay here with the bags. We had so many bags. So it's like annoying to lug them around. Highly recommend traveling with one bag in the future if you can. By the way, shout out F45 for giving me the strength to carry those bags literally all over the cobblestone in Italy. So anyway, Liza is going up and down this platform looking for, you know, three American girls. We stand out like sore thumbs. Can't find them. Can't find them. I'm like at this point asking the people around me, I'm like, what train is this? Like, did we miss our train? Because I'm thinking they might have gotten on our train and we must have missed it, right? We didn't miss our train. I I figure out that our train hasn't arrived yet because I'm like looking at the signs. I'm talking to the people, whatever. And like I said, like I'm kind of the, I guess, ringleader in the situation because I booked the train. So I was like, no, I know I'm right. Like, what the heck is going on? So then I checked their location and it like slowly I see the three girls location moving further and further away from me. Like not just like on the platform far away, like quite literally on a different train further away. You guys, they got on the wrong train. They went to Rome. This train was going to Rome. Which was like, I think supposed to be like in my head a five hour train ride instead of the three hour train ride in the complete opposite direction. Like we were going from the toe of Italy to the heel of Italy. Rome is literally at the top of the boot. So they were now going all the way up and going to have to travel all the way back down because we were like on the coast already. We were on the most southern part of Italy. Long story short, the three of them accidentally went to Rome. It was a huge fiasco. They figured it out. They had to get an Airbnb there. They were stuck in the train station for like five hours trying to figure it out couldn't figure it out had to stay in Rome for a night get an Airbnb and then Liza and I were on the right train (laughs) didn't lose any money ended up at our Airbnb in Bari and it was actually although I wish they would have you know made the right train whatever it was great it was a great bonding experience for Liza and I because I really got to know her we had one-on-one time and it was just such a funny you know, part of the trip where you're in the moment, you're like, this sucks, but we're going to laugh at it one day, which we are now. And it wasn't that big of a deal and shit happens. And long story short, always pay attention to your ticket and the trains you're getting on to because it is confusing and you can't just trust when you ask someone if it's the right thing because they're not actually looking at your ticket. Like you have to really pay attention and match the signs with what's on your phone or what's on your ticket. So yeah, we spent the night by ourselves in this Airbnb. I will say that part in Bari that we stayed in just like felt a little, not off, but it just didn't feel like as safe or like almost like as nice as the other areas we stayed at in Puglia. So again, in my head, I wouldn't probably go back, but you definitely, that's like the biggest city. So it's kind of a travel through city. But then the girls finally arrived. At this point, you guys, I was absolutely exhausted I feel like all of the wedding chaos was like catching up to me and I was just so effing tired from like the insane amount of just like traveling no sleep we had partying like staying up till 4 a.m waking up at 8 a.m going on wine tours like again this all sounds like ridiculous like oh my god it's so exhausting having so much fun in Italy I know but I was just so tired by this point. So I was just like laying out, going to bed early, trying to sleep as much as possible and catch up on sleep. And this was, again, another like kind of chill leg of our race. I wish we would have just skipped going to Bari altogether and would have stayed longer at the other three places that we went to because um, I just enjoyed them more. So we ended up at Polignano Amare. I'm sorry. I know that I don't say that the correct way. If you're Italian, don't hate me. But our trip, this is when it really was getting started as far as the girls trip, the eat, pray, love trip. And you know what? I'm going to have to do a part two because we're already at an hour, people. And I don't want to leave any details out because this trip was so transformative for me. So if you want to hear all about the rest of my trip, especially the NARS portion of the brand trip, whatever, meeting all the other creators, hanging out with my friends again, Alicia flying back, etc. 
And I want to talk a little bit about where I'm at currently now, my birthday, being 26, getting my health insurance. (laughs) Um, I just want to get caught up to where we are currently because there's so much to look forward to this year and with making moves. So thanks again for listening. This is just part one of the Italian adventure. So definitely subscribe to this channel, rate, review, leave us five stars, leave us a fun, juicy, positive review. I will be so grateful. Screenshot it and DM it to me and I will definitely DM you back. If you do that, that would, I would be so grateful. And yeah, I'll see you next week. Don't forget to send this to a friend, this YouTube channel so that they can subscribe. If you're listening on audio, definitely go to my Making Moves YouTube channel and please subscribe. We're trying to get to 20K subscribers. I really think we can do it. We just need your guys' help. So anyway, I love you guys. Be sure to make someone else's day this week and I will see you next week. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.